you know, it's only a matter of time before we started talking about burnout again. Get ready because this little ditty is hot to trot. Burn, burn, baby, burn. What's up, squad? This podcast actually spawned from spawned. What a scary word. But we're in October, so that's fine. It actually came from a conversation I had last week when I was a guest on the A Little Bit Crazy podcast with Callie House and Emily Madden. I obviously know Callie through Soul Cycle and just the powers that be with social media and all that good stuff. And we got into a little bit of talking about burnout. And I know this is always a hot topic because it's something that it's kind of like a target that you can never quite hit. It's always moving. Sometimes you feel good. Sometimes you feel bad. Sometimes you feel great. Sometimes you feel awful. It is the ebb and flow of the roller coaster. What I feel like of living life to the fullest, pushing boundaries and constantly being in the I don't know, constantly putting yourself out there and trying to find the next best version of you is going to, you're going to hit burnout. And so it's been something that I've been thinking about a lot this week because I feel pretty burnt out myself, but I think I'm rewiring it to a season of burn in the sense of I'm birthing a lot of new things and I'm pushing different boundaries and kind of blowing the roof off of the places that I used to sit in and I want to be bigger than now. And what I mean by that is the walls of what used to once confine me, I'm trying to bust through. And in that sense, and during this time, I feel like you're going to feel burn. And I'm like, I'm literally preaching to myself on this one. So I hope that this is heard by someone else out there that's like, oh my gosh, totally me too. Because I think so often lately, we quit too early. And I think that right now in society, we really glamorize quitting the job, walking away, doing like, I think that hard work is almost like demonized right now. Hard work and sticking through and staying the course and having that staying power and going that little bit extra because we are in a place right now where we're all so over whatever has happened to us from this last year that our tolerance and our patience is just taxed at a whole nother level. So it's so much more appealing to just bounce, to be like, not, not for me, not for me, not for me, not for me. But I think what, I think there's going to be a giant pendulum switch switch or like swing at some point because, you know, we look at social media and I've talked about all this stuff before. We are so inundated with media and social and everything. And we all were like glamorizing someone else's story and looking at other people's things and looking at what they have. And it is, it is worse now more than ever with the phones. And I don't get me wrong. I love all that stuff too, but there's a fine line you walk when it starts to become like, Oh, it, where it starts to become bad for you because you're glamorizing everyone else's life. And you're like, Oh, whatever. Like, you know, that success story, that overnight success, like it is so sexy and so romanticized and so just like, whoa. And it's really not the way it is. 
And what I mean by this season of burn that I'm going to talk about is I think that you go through ebbs and flows in your career and different times where you are just in a state of grind. Like you are just in a point where you are pushing and pushing like that push through factor. We've talked about that on previous podcasts. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen. And I'm sure I've talked about burnout a hundred thousand times. And today I'm going to talk about it in a different kind of way that might make you feel a little less crazy. If you're someone that's in a state of push right now, in a state of you really, 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 really would love to walk away. Like more than anything in the world. And there's just this little something inside you that says like, "Mm, maybe not. Maybe you have a little bit extra. And if you stay a little bit longer, shit might just happen for you. And this actually really reminded me of a conversation. I called one of my best friends from Nashville from college and we were having this conversation. She was like, Maddie, you know what? I did that thing you're not supposed to do. I was up and it was 3 a.m. and I just had that churning in my stomach, in my chest of like just the the anxiousness and the anxiety of building your own company and building your own business. And she's building out this beautiful consulting business and she's being way too harsh on herself as most of us are when we're trying to create something. And we take the blinders off for two seconds and we have that moment of doubt and the doom scroll starts. Now there is different ways to define a doom scroll. And in this particular type of doom scroll, I'm talking about the kind where you start to look at everybody else's path and what everybody else is doing and be like, why isn't that me? Like, I would love to have that life. Like, why can't I have that life? Why is it so easy for her? Why does it seem to just all fall into place for that person? And this is that slippery slope that I'm talking about because most people, I'm not saying all people, most people are not showcasing their big flops or their really sad moments or when shit doesn't work out or their massive public failures. Those are the uncomfortable things that most people don't really highlight on their feed or their reels or whatever. I mean, really though, can you think of the last time you showed up at a dinner or a function and you immediately, they were like, how are you? And you're like, well, here's all the ways I failed today. Or here's what didn't go right today. Like we don't talk about that because we shy away from the things that are uncomfortable and quite frankly, make us feel like shit. And so I was chatting with my best friend and we were kind of laughing and I was like, I just feel like right now in this day and age, it is, there's just this obsession with getting it all quickly and having it happen super fast when it takes decades to produce things behind the scenes. I think of the part in the Wizard of Oz, like the man behind the curtain. Like we, there is so much junk and gook and messiness and chaos and the late nights crying and the crazy overnight shifts and all the little nuances and things behind the curtain that got you to like that big moment, like the great and powerful Oz. It's like that whole situation really was all smoke and mirrors. The second you kind of lifted the curtain and lifted the veil. And I feel like that is what we're doing with this notion of success right now. And in that sense, there's also this demonization of working your fucking ass off. Excuse my French. Like it, we are so quick to quit. There's, I don't think there's ever been a time in the last, I don't know, decade that I feel like 
it's been so glamorized to quit. And don't get me wrong, if you're in a toxic place or you know, the means to the end and you know you're at the end of your rope and the rope's on fire and you're swinging, you absolutely can't hold on anymore, great. Then maybe that is your journey. I tend to be from a little bit of a different school. The school I'm from is, what if you just held on a little bit longer? What if you just held on a second or two longer? Could you stand it? Could you withstand another day? Do you think you could do it? I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it doesn't seem like that from you. But the majority of people I talk to are are talking about this. I feel like it comes up in conversation all the time. And so I'm challenging you in this moment is where you are a season of simmer. Sometimes it's got to burn a little. Sometimes there has to be that push through factor. Sometimes you have to put your head down and your nose to the grindstone and grind. I try to pull upon stories in my own life. And some of the ones I really think about are soul cycle because soul has been a grind. I've worked my ass off in ways that I have not worked anywhere else. And I've been here for the better part of a decade. And when I really start to think of ease and this assumption or this adoration with the overnight thing and it it all looking so easy, I think of some of the things that I've gone through that have been insane. Like looking back, I'm like, I can't even believe you did that. Like, I don't even know if that's right. I don't even know if that's right or normal or just in any way, but you stuck it out and you pushed through the pain and the craziness and whatever. And that's how you got to where you are. But nobody saw that. I can't remember if we were talking about on another podcast when I was in the vineyard, I like ripped my toenail off when I was on the vineyard and had a ride through it. And I got in a car accident where someone smashed into my car and I hurt my neck more than ever. I still have neck and back pain issues from this one incident. And I still showed up at the training we had that day because the way I saw it, I was like, well, here's the thing. I'm either going to sit home in agony and I'm not going to get this opportunity They were like, you know, they were like, oh, we totally get it, Matt. It's no big deal. Next time we come back for this training in Boston, we'll do it with you. And I was like, fuck no, I'll be there. Because here's the thing. I can either sit home in agony or I can sit in the studio in agony and I can learn and I can be a part of whatever this next iteration is. And that happened to be Activate when we were were doing those classes at Seoul. And when I sit down and I really pull upon some of the craziest shit I've been through and the wildest adversity and all just the muck and just the craziest stories that I tell and people are like, that doesn't even seem real. Those are not the stories that are highlighted when someone just scrolls to my page and is like, master instructor at Cycle, everything's going her way. Look at, she's done it all and she is all of it. It's like, no, it doesn't even begin to scratch the surface area of what it took to get there. And I think that can be applied in so many different ways, in so many different avenues, in so many different places right now. But social media is glamorizing it and leaving out the process. I think you have to fall in love with the process of whatever it is that you're doing or whatever it is that you want to be. And in that falling in love with the process, burnout is going to happen. I know I've gone on quite a tangent, but we're bringing it back. 
I think burnout is just going to happen naturally when you become so obsessed with a goal or a dream or a wish that you get the blinders on and you don't see anything else. It's almost like you only see the finish line and everything else falls away because you become so obsessed with getting there and the process and the grind and the doing and the showing up and all of that, that burnout is just going to happen. I think burnout is just what happens when you are performing and you're showing up and you're on, you're, you're just on a different level of elitist behavior. And I don't say that elitist in a bad way. I say that when you just, you don't see anything else, but what you want in front of you, like you eat, breathe, sleep that level of commitment because you're so committed to the process and to that success, whatever that thing looks like for you. And I think that that is just going to happen from time to time. And for me, that's what happens. I run smack into the wall of burnout because I just, I am nose down and I am go, go, go. And I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to do anything 50%. I'm zero or a hundred. I, if I'm doing something, I'm a hundred percent in it. And I think this is something we don't talk about. And I think it does pull from sport and doing sports and being an athlete at, at heart. I want to win. I've always wanted to win. Like, I don't understand the point of an exhibition race. What for? Why even run the race if it's not, if you're not going to try to get first place? That's the way my mind works. And that's the way I'm wired. Now I'm not saying everybody who's listening to this or everybody out there is wired like that, but honestly, that's where I think burnout comes to play. For me, burnout is inevitable. And I think if you're firing on all cylinders and you expect a certain level of excellence and performance-based, whatever it is, work ethic, work goals, dreams, out of yourself, you are going to hit burnout. It's inevitable. It's just going to happen. And the question isn't, okay, I never want to hit this again. The question then is, how can I go longer in between where I get so tuckered out, so burnt out that I like just want to quit? I get that as well. We all get to the point where we want to quit And I think right now, personally, everything, quitting is glamorized. Walking away is glamorized instead of grinding it out a little more. The grass is greener where you water it. And sometimes the grass over there looks so green. You just want to jump and you're like, I'm going to leave it all behind. And like, you might be just about to hit your stride or just about to get that promotion or just about to do that thing. And it just takes a little bit extra staying power And that door that you've been banging on, that you've been rapping on, that you've been throwing yourself and kicking and screaming against for the last year, two years, three years, four, five, six, seven decades is going to swing open. And you're going to find yourself walking over the threshold of that. But sometimes it's just that one last knock. It's just that one last thing. It's that one ask, plead. It's that one last prayer. It's that one last thing. Like, yes, can I just stick around a little bit longer? Can I grind it out a little bit longer? Can I work a little bit harder? Do I have a little more fight left in me to do this? If your answer is simply no, then I'm sure you've weighed out a lot of different areas other than what I'm talking about. But if you're in a place where you feel like quitting and you're just tired, a lot of us are just tired. I'm tired. Riding in a mask for the past two years has sucked. Riding in a tent sucked. Pretty much everything about my job on the ground, boots on the ground, sucked this past year. And I'm still showing up. 
And I say to myself every day, if you can just keep showing up, if you can keep doing a little more, if you can keep doing that staying power, if you can stay in it, can you stay on it? You have more to give. You got this, you got this, you got this. Those things you whisper to yourself are either helping you or hurting you and hindering you. And I choose to pull from the things that are going to help me literally put one foot in front of the other, one pedal stroke in front of the other till all of a sudden I've gone another month at a job that I literally thought I was going to walk away from. That's how you do it. That's the grind. That is literally the simmer, what I'm talking about. So I think the thing with burnout is it's not all or nothing. It can be gradual and it can simmer and it can be, you can be in a state of burn because sometimes it is through that burning sensation and it's in that fire that you are freaking Born, where you really figure out who you are with the adversity that is thrown your way and you really can actually learn so much more from being in the fire than just dancing around it. Yep, I'll say that again. You can learn so much more from being in the fire, completely engulfed in the flames than just dancing around it. Some people might really hate this episode, honestly, because some people just think, and have the opinion like, oh, burnt out, I'm burnt out, I'm burnt out, my mental health, my physical health, whatever. And I get that. I get that and I I can empathize with that and I am a compassionate person. But personally for me, I always want to stick around and just see what happens if you just stick around and stay for the magic. Because 10 times out of 10, I've learned in my life that the second I want to quit and the second I'm on the floor having that breakdown, I know that I am so close to having a breakthrough. I know that I'm so close to getting to the other side of whatever it is I've been working toward. And I also know I'm so close to getting a taste of that win, whatever that win is for me. There are so many ways to take care of yourself and steady the course and keep burnout at bay and just do all of the things to right the ship and so that you run like the business of you is running at tip top shape and you can do all those things and I truly believe that if you are in a season of simmer where you are really grinding it out because you have something that you so very, very badly want to achieve and you want to prove to yourself, you will burn out. And then from there, it's just, how do I snap back? How do I get back up? How do I dust myself off so that I can get out there and get back in the game, get my head on, get back in the arena and get bloodied up again? Because that is what the grind is. That is what success inevitably calls in because it's never enough. Even when you achieve that thing that you've been wanting for years and you finally get there and you're at the top of the mountain, you realize there's another mountain somewhere else. And so you dust yourself off and you start climbing again. And that is it. That is it. Especially if you are a high achiever and you are listening and you are nodding your head somewhere wherever you're listening to this. I see you. I feel you. I hear you. That's it preventable burnout. What can I do in the meantime to keep it at bay as long as I can? And when I hit it, when I inevitably hit that wall, then what can I do to snap back? What can I do to make myself bounce back quicker than the last time I hit it? And also learning to be gracious and graceful with yourself through the process. Oh, that was a lot. I hope that you had your seatbelt on for that. And uh, you were on the journey with me and hopefully something made sense and hopefully something resonated with you. I truly hope it does. 
feel like uh, that's been weighing really heavy on my heart this past week. And so I hope that you could take a golden nugget or just even a little snippet of something away and that kind of juices you up as you walk into this next week and go do and achieve all the things, just all the freaking things. And if this podcast resonated for you and hit for you, maybe you can send it to somebody else who might be in need of it. Or maybe you had a similar conversation with a friend recently, send it to them. That means the world to me when you send it and it goes on and on and it lives on and on through different ears and all the things. Like and subscribe. I appreciate all the love and support forever and ever. Amen. And until next time, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. Fearless.